0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. State Treasurer David McRae is returning record amounts of money to Mississippians, whether it's through the College and Career Savings Program or the millions in unclaimed money awaiting your claim. Treasurer David McRae says get your application and claims today. Treasury.ms.gov.
1: Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: Get ready. Get ready.
2: Everyone, and welcome to Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with a rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this
1: Friday Eve. Man, yeah.
2: Almost Almost Friday. Yeah, indeed. In fact, for
1: about an hour this morning, I was convinced it was Friday.
2: Just don't be convinced it's Saturday, because I'd be in here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, and last day of the month, last day of the quarter, from a calendar quarter perspective, thinking about uh, from a financial standpoint, and ha- marks half, the halfway point of the year as well. Speaking of which, it ain't been good for the markets, shall we say. Kangaroo's getting kind of tired. Whoa, another sell-off this morning. Investors not real happy with the inflation data that came out. Incredibly volatile quarter, to say the least. But uh, the worst start from a market perspective... In decades, literally. Just a long time. And uh, and so investors selling off today. The Dow down 370, 370. The Nasdaq Composite down 207. The S&P, all the funny monies, they're all selling off. Good grief, Bitcoin. It's broken through that $20,000 mark again. Crude oil down Four dollars and twenty one cents. I did notice in my travels to the coast. You know all those signs out in front of the gas stations. Little down price. Little down. A wider variety it seems. Yeah, I would I'm, I've agree. still
1: seen some that are right up there, right around four fifty a gallon. I don't know who's still buying it at that price. If you can go right down the street and you get it for four thirty five and then you go a little bit further and it's four twenty seven and then a little bit further, it's 419.
2: Yeah, in some places I've seen. Yep, uh, exactly. Uh, but and we had, um, we had Stone Clanton from AFP on the program Monday in advance of the two dollar and 38 cent gas sale that occurred over in Forrest at uh, Vance Cox's C store over there, and they're doing that across the country. I've seen some other reports on that same deal. Yeah, so, 238 was the price of gas the day that Joe Biden took office. And, and, and so they had to call attention to it. They just had a sale and uh, put regular gas on sale, selling it for that same price as it was on the day Joe took office. And by the way, Joe, once again, he doubled down this morning on blaming uh, Russia the Putin price hike for the price of gas. Hadn't heard this one in a while, but he literally said this. Not sure if he caught it. It's Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> he said that this morning. I kid you not. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, good grief. I heard he also
1: had a few disparaging things to say about uh, another branch of the government while sending on foreign
2: soil. That's real good look for the Isn't President of the United States. A, a, more... condemnation of the Supreme Court of the United States. It's like the Apology Tour 2.0. And so he has uh, announced this just hit the wire if you hadn't heard, folks. Uh, It's uh, less than an hour ago, honestly. Less than an hour ago. He announced that he supports temporarily suspending the filibuster if necessary ...to pass legislation which would codify Roe v. Wade into law. Now, we've talked about this extensively on the program, and I think it needs to be discussed again because of uh, this announcement. By the way, Attorney General Lynch joining us on middays at 11.05, and uh, Lucian Smith at 12.05. So we'll have the Attorney General in to talk about the recent ruling less than a week ago on the Dobbs case that originated here in the state of Mississippi. So we'll talk to her about that, but here we go. The left is absolutely dedicated, committed, convicted, loyal to ensuring that abortion can continue on demand, honestly, is what they want. Any point, any time, And they want government to pay for it, by the way, which currently is not legal in accordance with the Hyde Amendment. No federal dollars can be used to fund the practice of abortion and abortion procedure. Anyhow, so Joe comes out this morning, and of course he didn't come up with this on his own. This is what his advisors his inner circle has has told him he's got to go do I'm not even going to say advised him to do I think they just said Mr. President you got to go before the world and you got to tell them you support busting up the filibuster in the US Senate which essentially means that then the Senate with 50 votes if he could get the 50 Senate Democrats to vote yes on a law, if you will, a bill that would essentially make abortion legal or make it a right and require all states to—I think—which I think is crazy—to uh, enable it. it. That tie could be broken, of course, with Vice President Kamala Cackling Harris. <laughs> uh, but that's what he's calling for. Now, this this opens up some. Thorny questions, legal questions. we got Lucian coming in, and we'll run this by him as well, as to can you just pause the filibuster just for that purpose? And, and so I know that when Harry Reid, we talked about this yesterday, you remember he called for an ending of the filibuster for uh, judicial appointments except the Supreme Court. And Mitch McConnell warned him. I think you played it yesterday, right? Warned him that... You may regret this sooner rather than later. And sure enough, that's what happened, because Donald Trump got elected president, and Mitch McConnell, as well, ended the filibuster. He extended it to end it for Supreme Court appointments. And Donald Trump appoints three justices to the chagrin of the left, shall we say. Because it's highly likely, had that not occurred... We may have had justices that would have decided differently with respect to the Dobbs case, and we'd have a different outcome. But we got what we got. We got other decisions handed down this morning as well. We'll discuss those. We'll get to those in a minute. One, the stay-in-Mexico policy. The other, the uh, uh, deals with the authority of a federal agency, in this case the EPA, just how much... The Clean Air Act. Yeah. Just how much they can power, they can wield uh, separate from lawmakers, just in an administrative capacity. So that's that's out. we get to that in a minute. But back to this filibuster deal, I think that's kind of the big news of the morning because Joe Biden is calling for the end of it so that Roe v. Wade can be essentially codified into law. Now, I'm not really sure, Rhino, where... The, the two senators who have been the, the, the with uh, the holdouts, should say, on the filibuster have been Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. I don't know where they stand on abortion and Roe v. Wade, and if they're on board with voting to end the filibuster for this purpose. I know they've already said they're not to get the Build Back Better plan through and the Voting Rights Act and some of the other uh, ad- agenda objectives of the Democrats. They they made that clear, and that's why they hadn't done it. It's why none of those bills have passed. In this case, I don't know. I don't know that, that, that the Senators, Manchin and Sinema, have expressed a view on that publicly. You wonder if this is a political calculation on the part of Joe Biden, or if they've done some vote counting, and they think they can get it through. And if they can, with 51 votes... They could.
1: I think if you did the vote counting and you knew you could get it through, you wouldn't have to have the dog and pony show. Okay, could be I, right. I don't think you would have him on foreign soil to the world trying to influence our politics if they had the votes. Okay. I think it's trying to be influential.
2: Well, both Cinema and Mansion have said in a, in the past they are they are opposed to changing or ending the filibuster rules. And by the way, the Wall Street Journal reports that their offices haven't immediately responded to requests for comments based on Mr. Biden's calling for the end of the filibuster in order to codify Roe v. Wade.
1: Well, you got to know everybody's that has any kind of like. You got a a newsletter. You got four people subscribed. Send an email to Cinema. Find out where they stand, and they're
2: being harassed nonstop. That could be. You're right about that. So this is a very intriguing development. At a minimum, whether or not that goes through, so the Democrats can get what they want, which is abortion on demand in all 50 states. And then with that, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We got these other decisions to talk about. A lot more other stuff to discuss. Lynn Fitch, the Attorney General, at 11:05.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly cloudy conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 87. Tonight, 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Your finally Friday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Saturday, a 60% chance of rain as well, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
6: I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event, too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports. Brought to you in part by All-Britain's Jewelers, diamonds, watches, specialty
7: gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All-Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village.
8: Bob Boyd Honda is the place in Mississippi for Honda benefits and service.
9: Our extensive warranty gives every Honda-certified pre-owned vehicle owner peace of mind.
8: With Honda True Certified Plus, you get powertrain coverage up to seven years or $100,000.
9: you also get a 182 multi-point inspection with a downloadable vehicle report from Honda
8: there's nobody who knows what a Honda needs or how to service one like our Honda certified technicians
9: swing by
6: Bob Boyd Honda and let's get you a Deal. deal
4: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk
0: Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs> Let's go.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. Mose asks Gerard, since the Supreme Court said there is not a constitutional right to abortion and return the decisions to the states, could could what could be done by law? Wouldn't it require a constitutional amendment? Well, a, a constitutional amendment to uh, assert that that abortion is a constitutional right, yes, that would require an amendment. What codifying, however, would do is it just means the federal government would pass a law that would affirm a pregnant woman's right to an abortion without undue interference, meaning the state could not interfere with that. So that's just a I think you've got the supremacy clause and the supremacy concept at play there. And we'll run that by Lucian and the, and the Attorney General as well. But, uh, it, of course, I'm not a lawyer. This is just my understanding of it, that that's what codifying would mean. And there's, you could go find dozens of articles and statements from reputable sources that discuss the concept of codifying. And as Rhino and I discussed yesterday, the Democrats had their chance. They, they had their chance most recently when Barack Obama was elected. And we probably don't think about this a lot, uh, Rhino, because I think most Americans just don't. Certainly at that period, time period, uh, we weren't really concerned with the left. In, the, in that particular case, the Democrats having the trifecta. They had the House majority by a lot. They had a super-majority, filibuster-proof Senate, and they had the White House, meaning they could do anything they wanted. And But I think most Americans think, well, they're not going to do anything crazy, right, even though they got all this power. And they expended those two years before the House flipped. They invested all of that power, all of that political capital, in passing Obamacare. They could have right then and there. In 2000, between 2009, actually, but I, uh, I'll stand corrected as far as 2009 and 2010, it would have had to have been done in 2009, and that's because, if you recall, sent the lion of the Senate, Senator Ted Kennedy, Edward Kennedy, passed away. Remember that? In December of 2009. And he was replaced by a Republican from the Bay State of Massachusetts, Senator Scott Brown, in a special election. And Scott Brown was not in favor of the original Obamacare. I can't remember what it was uh, styled as, but I do remember this. It's H.R. 3200. I read it. It's nuts. It's what got me involved in politics, because I thought that was going to pass. And if you think what we got is radical in terms of health care reform, what we got, the Affordable Care Act, This H.R. 3200, it makes the Affordable Care Act look like a conservative dream. I mean, that's how far crazy left it was. But it was because Ted Kennedy, who, by the way, was the most outspoken, most active proponent of health care reform, I mean, down to fully socialized medicine of any, and it was his death which is just such an, an irony, that essentially put the kibosh on the Democrat supermajority, filibuster-proof Senate, because Scott Brown got seated and he wasn't on board with that. And that's why they had to push through the Affordable Care Act through the reconciliation process, and it was honestly, to the chagrin of the Democrats. It's not what they wanted. They wanted H.R. 3200. It was so crazy that even Harry Reid had reservations about putting it on the Senate floor. But none nonetheless, they could have codified Roe in that year. But they chose to focus on health care reform, not thinking that there would ever be a risk to Roe. I think it's what their thought process Let's don't spend a lot of time and money Pushing that through this health care reform—that's been our top priority for forever. Remember the all the all the news uh, of uh, when it finally passed. Is all the Democrat presidents that came before tried to get health care reform done? Remember Hillary, Hillary Clinton ran on it essentially, and um, and and dropped it. But anyhow, that's how we ended up where we are. We'll see where this goes. But now we got the president explicitly calling for the end of the filibuster in order to push through a, a law codifying Roe v. Wade. That's where we are. They, they will stop at nothing. You got Elizabeth Warren, folks. You may have heard that a couple of days ago. She called for the use of federal lands. So if a state should say the state of Mississippi should restrict abortion, she says, well, let's just go build abortion clinics on federal lands.
1: I don't think that's nearly as egregious as her wanting to gut funding for pregnancy crisis centers.
2: That's true, which comes from Title She's not
1: very pro-choice if she's against the choice of
2: not having an abortion. That's true. Yeah, the only choice that she supports is one where you have an abortion. Right. That's absolutely true. You know, the other big thing they're busy working on right now is a transgender bill of rights. Oh, very important. A Bill of Rights for Transgenders. We are so consumed with gender ideology in this country. It is incredible. We have all these issues, all these problems, and it is true. Transgender people, why I think is a mistake, and so many now are coming out and saying, yeah, I wish I wouldn't have done that. The fact is, they are citizens and they're entitled to the rights granted to every other citizen. They're not entitled to special rights. They don't need their own bill of rights. We got one. And yeah, it applies they're not to entitled everybody. to
1: make everyone else live in their fantasy world.
2: That's the problem I have with all that stuff.
1: So if you want to think you're a bird and change your pronouns to bird pronouns and live your life as a bird in your own house it's a free country you can live your life as a freaking bird I but you agree. don't have to expect me to tweet at you
2: hmm it's unbelievable speaking of <laughs> pronouns okay we got to share this story <laughs> the halifax bank halifax bank you seen this one? No. Oh my gosh so the Halifax Bank will allow you, they require their workers to wear professional name badges. You know, little name plates you affix to your, your exterior clothing. Well, now you can also include your preferred pronouns on your name badge. <laughs> I kid you not. Um, some people responded saying that this was just woke virtue signaling but the company is committed to this, this uh, change and this opportunity for those who wish to include their preferred pronouns on their name badge. How do we get so wrapped up in pronouns? What's the deal with that? And because by the we're way, so focused on me, 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 me. Give me that sweet,
1: sweet dopamine rush. Please pay attention to me. <laughs> I'm unique. I'm special. I'm different than everybody else. So the bank... It's like society is running on the wavelength of a 13-year-old prepubescent
2: kid dying for attention. Uh, it seems like it. Agree. The, the bank received lots of backlash in the Twitterverse, people saying, I'm out of here, I'm closing my accounts with this crap. And the and Halifax said, you can close your accounts if you don't like their values. That's what they tweeted. Uh, And they included a photo, by the way, with that tweet telling people, just close your account if you don't like it. And it is of one of the badges. And this particular employee's name is Gemma, G-E-M-M-A. And underneath, it's got, in parentheses, she slash her slash hers. That's Gemma's preferred pronouns on her badge. I use the right pronoun, her badge. Oh, gosh. I'm just just thinking about that. I want to be canceled. (laughs)
1: It's almost like you can do it by sight 99.9% of the time. (laughs) But the 0.1% of people out there that want to feel special get really offended when you can't tell what they are because they've tried to be as androgynous as possible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Pay no attention to 53 people dying at the border in the back of a truck or all that rampant crime or that $5 gas. Get them pronouns right. Off with your head if you don't. To the guillotine. Those are last
1: week's pronouns. you got to use my
2: pronouns from this week. <laughs> Foreigner <laughs> appropriately bumping us out of this segment. We're coming right back in the Element Well Studios. Lynn Fitch at 11.05.
10: Red Hot Savings, Red Hot Selection. The deals have never been hotter than now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi during our sizzling summer sell-down. Our entire lineup of cars, SUVs, and crossovers are priced to move with scorching savings right now. Pay only two forty nine dollars per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's just two forty nine dollars per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. Shop from over 1,500 quality pre-owned vehicles right now at RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our goal is 100% credit approval, no matter your past credit history. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're giving you more selection to choose from, more savings, and more affordable monthly payments every single day, period. So come a big while the deals are hot at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County 9 Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi, rematch, 10% down, 29 for 72 months. See details. details with the proof
3: ESI It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESI supplied.net pads by the bundle or roll. ESI supplied.net Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESI supplied.net Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's going to. ESI Supply, 601 933 4910. That's 601 93 4910, or online at ESI
13: I'm Caleb Sailors and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Throughout the past week, several firearms have been stolen from parked vehicles in the Vicksburg area. The issue seemingly began on June 23rd when a woman called Vicksburg police claiming that somebody had taken her 9mm Smith & Wesson pistol out of her Honda Accord that was parked outside the Halls Ferry softball field. Two days later, another firearm turned up missing from a vehicle at the local Holiday Inn. This was followed up by another one stolen from a car on Washington Street near downtown Vicksburg. And yet another incident took place where a gun was stolen from a local Days Inn motel. City leaders are working to solve this problem and to halt the crime that's taking place. And in a word of good news, the city of Natchez has been recognized with the Municipal Award for Excellence in Public Safety as a result of the city's new Viper Policing Unit, which has been responsible for seizing more than 150 illegal weapons within a six-month period.
6: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-season, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
4: While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff. We're
0: here for you. We're here to help.
2: to midday super talk Mississippi it, we are uh, watching the market here down 311 so they uh, it's it's off its lows of the morning still lots of concerns out there in the in the kangaroo markets as Rhino calls it and investors are concerned about inflation they are, are not that we're supposed to get CPI report. Personal consumption expenditures, all that's supposed to be out. So uh, today, investors are concerned about what that might look like. They uh, don't feel confident that inflation has truly been reined in and under control. They are concerned that we got Fed Chairman Powell says, "Hey, we know that raising rates might tip us into a recession, but we got to do it. Got to take the medicine." That was not received well by the market, because recession typically means a uh, decline in earnings and a a tumultuous earnings environment. Companies are issuing, uh, one company this morning reported earnings, earnings season, restoration hardware, you know those guys, uh, I think a harbinger and a key indicator for the housing sector, And they um, issued negative guidance this morning, so they don't think business is going to be too good for the remainder of the year, at a minimum. The stock promptly plummeted on that warning from management of the company, and that again foretells to a great extent about the future of the housing industry in general, which is One of those early cycle sectors is what they call them in the investment community that usually it's one of the first to uh, see some sort of downturn in a challenging economic environment. So restoration hardware, it was getting pounded this morning, the stock was, as a result of that guidance, and that's got investors all, all nervous about where it's all going. So... Let's see here, uh, on the ceasefire text line, something that Kevin asked us a minute ago. He wanted to know um, why this is all Biden's fault. Why, why are people pointing their fingers to President Joe Biden? Well, specifically,
1: he says that other countries are blaming their gas prices on Putin, so why can't Biden?
2: Why can't he? <laughs> he can do whatever he wants, I guess. You know, My
1: response would be, do all the other countries have the same capability of producing their own oil that we do? Which I would follow up with, have mm-hmm. you ever seen the, the the animated movie Rango about the little lizard in the desert where there's a town that doesn't have enough water, and come to find out the bad guy's just controlling the water? <laughs> it's kind of like that, if you need it simplified.
2: I'll focus on, to answer Kevin's question, three issues, I think, that are at play here that Joe Biden personally is responsible for, that are a a major factor in the high price of oil, which translates into the high price of gas and fuel made from oil. First, canceling the drilling leases and limiting domestic production. He made it very clear. We played the sound before. I am putting the fossil fuels industry out of business. We're going to kill them. We don't want to use gas. We don't want to drill for and, and produce fuel from oil. We want them gone. Bad people. That's number one. So he did everything within his span of control to enable that and facilitate that goal of taking out the fossil fuels industry. Started out with day one canceling drilling leases and limiting domestic production. Of course we all know about the canceling of the XL pipeline and then the Anwar pipeline in, uh, in Alaska. The other thing is just he totally reversed all of Trump's regulatory framework in that Trump he, he trimmed it down significantly, because so much of it is just nonsense and, and achieves nothing positive. just makes it incredibly expensive and difficult to do business, across the spectrum of industries. So choking regulations that impose significant cost, those lead to higher prices. That's just basic economics. And then the thing I think is most at play here that I've discussed is this anti-fossil fuels rhetoric. Starting on the campaign and continuing to now, he sent the message very succinctly, very directly. Nobody's confused. We're putting you out of business. We don't want you drilling, exploring, producing. We don't want any more oil. We got an energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, who was featured in a video. A music video. The music video. Not like an educational lecture. Right. A dumb little parody where they're calling for. It wasn't even good. It was terrible. Where they're calling for oil to stay. You stay in the ground. Oil, or something crap. Remember that? We gotta dig that one up. It's entertaining. <laughs> gasoline, gasoline. <laughs> I, so, I don't
1: think entertaining ever
2: entered my head when I was listening to it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I laugh at it because it's so dumb. <laughs> but they're getting the message. You've got uh, the CEO of Exxon says the two things. One, there's never be another. Maybe it was Chevron. The Chevron CEO said, never be another refiner in this country. And you've got CEO of Exxon in the, in the recent past saying he doesn't think you're going to even be able to buy a, a internal combustion-powered vehicle past 2040. I don't think it'll get to 2040. We've got lots of manufacturers that have said, we're not going to make gas-powered vehicles anymore. Just this week, you saw this, the EU, the European Union. They've said you won't be able... They've been working on this for a while. They finally got it through. You can't sell an internal combustion-powered vehicle in the European Union past 2030. Past 2030. So you got that at work. That This is why. You want to know why? No, Who's going to go invest in... Increasing supply when you've got all these dynamics at play that point to the end of the industry. I'm not sure gas ever comes down. Not sure, honestly. The only way it would, I think, if, is if there was significant destruction of demand and would get to a point where you can just you can limit your travel so much. So much of our economy relies on that. So, if Joe Biden signed an, ex- I've said this before, signed an executive order today that says, you know what, fossil fuels industry, how about it, at least for 20 years, we're not going to focus on that. It's no longer a key focus area in our policymaking. I'm telling the administrative monstrosity, the Leviathan, which is the bureaucratic administration of government where he ordered day one, climate change will be a central theme to every single regulation you write, every policy you implement. We're rescinding all that. If you saw that happen, I think you'd see investment. You'd see an increase in supply, which is really the only way to curtail the price and bring down the price. But he's not going to do it. We live in in an era, if you think about it, think about climate change, think about immigration, think about abortion, where ideology is more important than human life itself. It's true. They're so committed to abortion from an ideological perspective, so committed to open borders, rolling out the red carpet, Hanging the gigantic, come on in, welcome, neon sign at the border. The 53 migrants perish horrifically in the back of a 18-wheeler? That's on you, Joe Biden. I know I ran it on this the other day, but again, all in the name. So, here's the thing, Ryan. All we heard from the left was, Trump's policies are inhumane. What's humane about dying in the back of an 18-wheeler from 140-degree heat. That's humane. It's your policies. But no, in the name of immigration ideology and open borders. So, by the way, one of the decisions handed down by the Supreme Court today, we'll get to it after the break, the Remain in Mexico policy. They ruled in favor of the Biden administration. That's just going to make even more of these incidents common exactly what's going to happen. You're killing people with these policies. Literally. Political correct ideology is killing people. Break time here on Middays. We'll come right back, and then after the break at the top of the hour, Attorney General Lynn Fitch. That's all day
15: long.
3: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
6: Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you.
7: Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us.
3: Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Barone's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baronis Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601 345
15: That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's com. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 40 to 9708. March cotton was down 52 to 9288. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade August soybeans were down eleven and three quarters to fifteen fifty nine and three quarters per bushel. September soybeans were down eighteen and a half to fourteen seventy six and a half per bushel. December corn was down ten cents to six forty three and three quarters per bushel. March corn was down nine and a half to six forty nine and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was down 37 to 131.80. October live cattle was down 45 to 138.45. August feeders up 30 to 171.02. September feeders up 17 to 173.95. And at the opening, the Dow Jones down 441 points, 30,587. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network.
10: Looks like he's dreaming.
3: Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot.
10: I
12: I think he's having a nightmare.
10: No. It's just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with
4: your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig and let's have
0: zero damages, zero injuries. You know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Super talk mississippi media digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer we're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day wake up with gallo tomorrow on 97.3 fm super talk mississippi this middays with gerard gibbert
12: keep rolling three two
0: one on super talk mississippi
16: last night i dug your picture out from our old dresser drawer i set it on the table and i talked to it till four I read some old love letters right up till the break of dawn. Yeah, I've been sitting alone, digging up bone. Then I went through. Oh, Randy the jewelry, Travis. And I found our
2: wedding ring. We're back in the I Element Put Well Studios maker, today. And I gave yours a flame. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to MyElementWealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. we got some tickets to give away later on in the program. And once again, we're happy to say that we will air the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on Thursday, July 14th. Here on Super Talk Mississippi, every year there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home. And many times these children are caught in unimaginable circumstances. That's why we need your help. You'll learn how Palmer Home for Children serves vulnerable children. It's a faith-based organization that doesn't take government money. So we need your help. We need you to listen in and join us for the 10th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. It's all happening on July 14th here on Super Talk Mississippi. We're going to be up there, and Rhino's going to cut his hair. He always does in his beard. Well, I mean,
1: it all depends on you, the listener. That's true. Got to to raise enough money.
2: Got to get the money coming in. It's a very expensive haircut and shave. (laughs) I'm optimistic we have really good, generous people in our audience. It's all for the good of the kids. Absolutely. Um, So, Kevin says, I twisted his words around. And he's all mad about it. Kevin, man, I answered your question. You... Okay,
1: Kevin, here you go. Here are your exact words, the way you texted them in, so that we can get your words on the air, because that's so freaking important to you. <laughs> quote from Kevin in Baldwin. I mean, everybody is blaming their gas prices on Putin, so why wouldn't that be a legitimate argument for Biden? End quote.
2: There you go, Kevin. I already <laughs> answered it. Go back and listen. <laughs> You know, I'll say this as a general statement, and it's not anything new. I don't care about the rest of the world. I'm tired of holding up the rest of the world as the standard. First of all, most of those countries, especially the G7, if you look across the spectrum of those leaders, little Justin Trudeau and Macron, they're all a bunch of woke ideologues. They just are. I don't want them to have any influence on this country, I don't want to follow their lead. They're idiots. Hell, even Trudeau, you remember when he said, you know, China, they got a little advantage over us because they're a dictatorship. I don't know if you guys heard that. There's some there's tape floating around where he said that. And he's only there because of his dad. He didn't do squat. And you got Macron calling for, he wants price controls on everything. Somebody else over there, I can't remember, maybe it was Trudeau, wanted price controls on oil. Central government socialist planning, every time they've been implemented in the past, have abjectly failed. This guy, Joe Biden, has made it clear he wants to end the fossil fuels industry. He's celebrating the high price of gas... And from a political perspective, he's blaming it on Putin, which is just dumb, who, by the way, is because of our refusal to leverage our abundant oil and gas resources, which has propped up the price of oil, it's making Putin rich and giving him all the money he needs to prosecute his war because China's buying his oil. That's exactly what's happening right now. He's laughing all the way to the bank. You're making him rich, Joe Biden. You're giving him the money to fight the war, to kill people in Ukraine. If you'd open up the American fossil fuels industry, he wouldn't have as much money. That's just economic mathematical fact. You pump up the supply by producing American energy oil, uh, energy resources and oil? You boost it, that brings the price down, he makes less money, he's got less to fight his war. Just simple as that. And is that not the case, right on? every single time they try to act ideologically like this, or with respect out of political correctness, which is insane, it always produces unintended consequences, and it hurts the people that they're trying to help. Every single dang time, and that's exactly what's happening here. Exactly what's happening here. Open up the American industry energy complex, watch the price go down, dry up his bank account, and see a turnaround in the Ukraine war. This really is that simple. But as long as you keep telling the American oil and gas industry we're shutting you down, we're not going to spend any money on it.
1: Well, the people in control of the president aren't going to put it on his note card for him to you restart american industry. That's true.
2: After you after you sit down, fix your tie, whatever it is. You sit in your chair. This <laughs> <It's> sad. Paul. <Paw-paw. laughs> we got a break right here. Attorney General Lynn Fitch in the Element Well Studios next.
0: Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090.
17: Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden wins on immigration and loses on climate change at the Supreme Court.
3: In a 6 to 3 decision, the U.S. Supreme Court agrees with the state of West Virginia that the Environmental Protection Agency, the semi autonomous regulator, for environmental standards cannot inflict such drastic emissions caps on
17: power plants that it pushes energy producers away from coal fuel Fox's evan brown it's a 5-4 decision allowing the biden administration to end former president trump's remain in mexico policy keeping asylum seekers out until their cases are heard president biden says he would support changing senate rules to pass federal abortion rights overturned by the supreme court
18: we've been a leader in the world in terms of personal rights and privacy rights and it is a mistake
17: in my view for the supreme court to do what it did the president taking reporters questions in madrid spain he was there for a nato summit on his way back now america's listening to fox news
5: this is home answers radio and my guest today is trey jackson of bulldog construction Trey, if a business has uneven
15: sidewalks they're asking for trouble would you agree
9: the new degree of comfort its Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to super Talk Mississippi news three new justices have been appointed by the Mississippi Supreme Court to aid in reducing the backlog of over 3,000 cases in Heinz County starting this week senior status judges David Anthony Chandler Isidore Patrick Jr. and Betty W. Sanders will begin serving on cases assigned by the county senior circuit judge Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman announced the new positions in May following a shooting during the Mississippi Mudbug Festival at the State Fairgrounds
18: they have cleared a backlog of some 46,000 cases The last report I got from, uh, from the Supreme Court. Uh, those efforts will continue here. Justice uh, unserved by time is justice and served to all.
9: Each appointee has served within the court system before retiring. Chandler held a position as a Mississippi Supreme Court Justice. Patrick was a circuit court judge for District 9, and Sanders served as a circuit judge in the fourth judicial district. The judges will hold the position until January 31, 2023.
11: A new study shows that Mississippi has one of the worst pet shelter save rates in the U.S. In 2021, 27.3% of cats and dogs who were taken into Mississippi shelters ended up dying there. We spoke with Lisa Barrett of Best Friends Animal Society, who actually conducted the study, and according to her, there are a handful of ways we can decrease that number across the Magnolia State. So
6: the most important thing is stay and neuter your pet. Vaccinate your pet or, you know, parvo, distemper, rabies, heartworms, whatever. And then the other thing is get involved in your local shelters, you know, foster, you know, adopt, uh, volunteer, um, help move these animals out of the shelters where they're being killed um, and give them some positive outcomes.
11: The only states with the worst pet shelter save rate than Mississippi were California, Texas, Florida, North Carolina, Alabama, and Louisiana. J.T. Mitchell, Supertalk Mississippi News.
0: Supertalk.fm. Supertalk.fm. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. While we hope for the best, the Mississippi Insurance Department is
4: here to help you during this hurricane season. Prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff.
16: We're here for you.
14: We're here to help. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polks. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polks meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun Smoked Sausage. When Polks is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polks.
2: Welcome back everyone to Midday Super Talk Mississippi, live from the Element Well Studios. Gerard and Rhino on this Friday Eve. Yes, it is, and looking forward to Friday, and it's July 4th weekend. That's correct. All right, coming up long weekend. Independence Day. Absolutely. But joining us now in the Element Well Studios is the Attorney General of the Great State of Mississippi, Lynn Fitch. General, thanks for coming on this morning
19: always a pleasure thanks for having me
2: yeah and first hotty toddy right? hotty totty, big
19: time <laughs> big win for the national champs of Ole Miss for winning the baseball college world series
2: we, uh, we do a lot of things great in Mississippi and, and we should of course recognize Mississippi State being the national champion last year and Southern Miss is knocking on the door and I got a feeling Uh, Coach Scott Berry down there, he'll have that team there, and and they'll come on with that trophy eventually as well. I really do.
19: I agree with you. Yes, last year coming off a great win by Mississippi State, Hale State. Yeah. I mean, two years in a row, that speaks volumes for our
2: state. And we traveled so well, and so well represented, and it uh, makes you feel good about how our fans really showcase the best of Mississippi for an international audience, honestly.
19: It it does. Year in, year out, (laughs) Mississippi fans are So gracious and kind, and we do travel very well, and and great ambassadors for our state.
2: No doubt. So we do a lot of good stuff. We we play a little baseball as well, (laughs) um, and I think we've proven that. We wanted you to come in here today, and we appreciate you taking some time to do so. We haven't uh, visited since the Dobbs case ruling was handed down last Friday. We're less than a week ago. Uh, Tomorrow will be a week anniversary of that. But, wow, that has taken the nation by storm. It has uh, put Mississippi in focus, and you and your office in particular, with respect to uh, the case and the ruling. Uh, The leak, I think, was no surprise in terms of of the the draft opinion, I should say, of uh, the leak of the draft opinion. That was an indicator, and it turns out that's what, what happened. It's still... Not a good thing that there was a leak at the Supreme Court. That's just not appropriate, not proper for the way our highest court in the land should should operate. Nonetheless, we got a decision, and you got to be feeling pretty good about that.
19: Oh, it's it's a historic, monumental time for us. Uh, Certainly, the leak was appalling. That you would. test the integrity of the United States Supreme Court. Um, But when we did see that leak, we had such great hope which proved exactly what this opinion came out to reflect. And again, this is a whole new day. Fifty years later, we're we're turning the page on Roe v. Wade. An incredible opportunity for our state, our country, Um, and as you looked at it, it's certainly a victory for women, a victory for children, and, and a victory for our court. I'd like to really commend our court for restoring constitutional principles. Uh, and they saw this was such a critical issue that, um, and held it in high regard to return this issue to the respective states. And I think that's so important, too, that now uh, states can make that decision in in these policies, and people have a voice in those policies. Yeah,
2: I uh, agree. And that, that really was at the heart of the decision. And it, it seems to have been the decision, I think to some extent, has kind of been – Um, The focus has been on both sides of the argument that this is really about abortion, but it was really about abortion in the context of of whether or not that is a constitutional right, and we should be clear about that. I mean, that was at the heart of the case and the decision uh, itself. And so we've got – it's kind of interesting. We've got uh, strong responses from from both camps, and we're seeing – we were talking about it earlier on the show – lots of – creative response coming out of the left that's just bound and de- determined to really uh, make abortion on demand uh, something that is widely available in this country and available everywhere. And we've got the red states, such as Mississippi, that are, that are busy uh, implementing law. Enacting law, trigger laws—we get to that in a second—to restrict or prohibit abortion. We got the blue states that are opening up even even further, and they're they're busy doing that. So that it's just another one of those issues where I think the states are are bifurcated uh, to some extent. This is one of those issues. So we've got the clinic here in Jackson, <coughs> right? That that has filed a suit in light of the trigger law. So tell tell us the sequence exactly, Attorney General, of of what happened. We get the ruling. Then we have the trigger law. I believe you sent a letter, right, to the clinic, if I'm not mistaken.
19: I, I did. And, you know, to your point, Gerard, it, this was a crystal clear decision. It, The court did not hold back. The court clearly said that the Constitution does not confer a right for abortion and should be returned to the states. It was very clear. Justice Alito very specifically laid everything out, um, talked about precedents, talked about overturning precedents, so very specific on why. this was a an issue that should be returned to the states and so as it was returned to the states we have a trigger law that's in effect so my responsibility once I knew that we had had the decision was received and it clearly stated that Roe v Wade and Casey were overturned my responsibility was to review that decision and then let people know that we had a trigger law to go into effect and I did after a very complex very thory, thorough analysis uh, we released our certification um, we filed with the Secretary of State as set out by the law and then I also sent a letter to the Jackson um, Women's Healthcare Organization saying the trigger law has now been in effect and be mindful of the duties and laws and responsibilities you have as a clinic. Uh, If the trigger law is to go into effect July the 7th, that will be the 10 days.
2: All right, so they have filed a suit, right, with respect to Mm -hmm. that. Uh, and, And so tell us about that, against the state. They right.
19: did. You know, and it's been anticipated, and we've seen that across the country. Many of the other states that also had trigger laws that went into effect, uh, you had the other side opposing and filing suits. Suits, uh, And the anticipation is that if you file these suits, uh, they will stay, they will allow the abortions to continue. Uh, that is kind of the model for them. So, yes, we have received their suit. Uh, it was filed in the Court of Hines County. All four of the chancellors recused themselves okay. from hearing this this case. Um, It is now with Chief Justice uh, of the Mississippi Supreme Court to assign a chancellor to hear this case and then uh, certainly we'll be moving it as quickly as we can to the Mississippi Supreme Court.
2: What does that mean in terms of the availability of the abortion procedure in light of the case being filed by Jackson Women's Health Organization?
19: Well, currently everything would stay in effect through July the 7th because the trigger law would not go into effect until then. We're hopeful that we can get a very expedient time to be in front of the court, hopefully prior to the July 7th timeline, so that it would stay in effect completely. Um, But again, it could very well be put into a stayed position if the court uh, sees Fit to do that.
2: Okay. All right. So, and, and I think there are similar suits filed in other states as well. Uh, in response to trigger laws that went into effect, if I'm not mistaken, by organizations. Absolutely. yeah, Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and that was uh, expected, right?
19: We did. We we assumed that they would do that. Again, this is a, an overturning of 50 yeah. years, and so that they were ready on the other side to do that. And you've had, uh, like I said, a number of states that have trigger laws, they have already had the same type of lawsuits filed just as we have. Yeah. But we have very strong laws. Our trigger law is very good. We were very specific and very methodical about how we released our certification, all done correctly. And within the legal process,
2: it seems to me like a uh, general that this is fairly straightforward. I, obviously, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, without being a lawyer, it seems like, OK, if, if the Supreme Court says this is a matter to be decided at the state level and the state makes that decision, I don't see how the plaintiff here has much of a leg to stand on. What am I missing there?
19: Well, you, you're really not. Uh, so, it, again, it's just a, another tactic to throw in some fear-mongering, um, again, to make sure that this stays uh, for as many days or weeks as they possibly can get that to allow it to be happening. Um, so, again, it was it was highly anticipated. Okay. We're ready. Our state's prepared, and um, we're just going to continue through this legal process, and hopefully we'll get a chance to assign to you very quickly.
2: This morning, President Biden is calling for, I'm sure you've seen this, an end of the filibuster in order to codify Roe v. Wade, and we've been talking about that some on the program today. Are you surprised at that, that he reacted that way? I mean, he's still in Europe, I believe. He stops and makes this announcement, why he thought he had to do that from Europe. I mean, to me, that shows that this is a really a, a big political issue to the Democrats.
19: Oh, no question it is. You know, and he didn't come down strong enough originally, so you saw a number of members of his party that insisted that he take much stronger action, which I think hence is why he started today in this. You know, we've seen so much overreach from the Biden administration. Again, we'll be ready to uh, fight back and sustain uh, this decision that's come down from the United States Supreme Court on Roe v. Wade being overturned.
2: We got a break right here. I know you're going to stay with us through the break for another segment. And when we come back, wanted to talk to you a little bit about your official statement, which your office released, and uh, get your ideas on some of the things you said there. Great. Appreciate that. Attorney General Lynn Fitch is in the Element Well studios. We'll take a break and be right back.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly cloudy conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 87. Tonight, 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Your finally Friday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Saturday, a 60% chance of rain as well, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim
0: Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of EXPEL paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
16: Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best selling Models, with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland.
8: Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of German Everything for home and that's
6: what
0: is.
14: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from three until six, right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Middays with
0: Gerard.
6: Gibbert. What? What? This uh, is yeah. yeah. so awesome.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi. Bo, 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 bo bom 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 i feel free Ba bom 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 i feel free bom 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 i feel free bom 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 i feel free bom 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 i feel
8: free bom 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 i feel free bom 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 i feel free
2: Up some cream, huh? Oh Eric, yeah, Eric Clapton. It's <laughs> digging it. We are back. <coughs> Excuse me, in the Element Wealth Studios. We've got Attorney General Lynn Fitch is our guest. We're just talking about the Dobbs case and the big victory there. And in general. Uh, you know, you're you've become more than just our attorney general. You have become uh, thrust into the limelight. I've seen you on a number of the news shows because uh, it, you're at the heart of what happened here in your office is in the state of Mississippi. Uh, and Dr. Dobbs, his name is forever in infamy, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's really. kind of crazy that you know his name is attached to that. But uh, everybody knows, you know, the the parties in the case. I think now they know it. Front and center, for sure. That's just been thrust into the limelight. But you you um, issued a uh, press release on the day, uh, just within hours or so, or less than hours, after the ruling was handed down. And if, if it's okay, General, I'm just going to read one paragraph in here about, okay, where do we go? This really talks about where do we go from here. You say, we must renew our commitment to weaving a safety net that helps women in challenging circumstances and gives their children life and hope. This is about more than the fundamentals of prenatal vitamins and diapers. It is about helping to connect them to opportunities for education and job training to support their families. And as always, it's about love and respect for them through whatever struggles they face. This is what it means to both empower women and promote life. So that's Profound statement there. Where do we go from here? What do we need to do? What What do our lawmakers need to hear from your perspective on this?
19: Well, it's an important message. And even as we put in our brief and as we made our oral argument, we really had to have the first holistic discussion about empowering women and promoting life. And then how do we go about that? Because they work together. You don't have to choose like you did 50 years ago. It's not an either or. But as we looked at the, the most vulnerable how could we help those women what could we do to support them certainly we needed to be we need to be ready to help the pregnancy centers with resources and tools and and like i said beyond just vitamins and diapers yeah. we need to upskill these individuals we need to help them in whatever situation they need that they're in you know some are in abusive relationships some don't have a safety network so we've really got to strengthen the entire network across our state that would support these women these children uh, that's going to be key we've got to over 30 pregnancy centers across the state again to provide um, support resources on every level uh, just beyond just the material things that we could be providing that's going to be key now we've got to have some very hard discussions and then move into some action on these yeah. th- other topics yeah. like uh, we, we need to talk about how we provide affordable and accessible child care uh, that needs to happen for everyone across the state of Mississippi but it's certainly uplifting for the women. Um, That's going to be key as we address that. It's also going to be key that we stop and talk about uh, enforcement of child support for these women because for far too long women have borne the majority of the financial hardships for the children. Yeah. And fathers should be at least equally responsible. Uh, that has not been the case and I think that's going to be a key driver to change those dynamics. We need to talk about workplace m- flexibility, uh, options in the workplace such as more maternity and paternity leave. Again, very important discussion as we move forward. And then we've got to talk about the the adoption system. We've got to talk about how we streamline that system. We've also got to look very carefully at our foster care system. Again, very important as we think about these children. Uh, and as they go into foster care or they go to uh, families that want to adopt them, because these are loving individuals who are ready to be connected with these children and these babies can thrive, we've got to make sure that that system works. And for far too long, it's been broken. Um, and again, these are discussion, and now we move into action. You know, we asked the courts to allow us to have this back to the states. They've now granted it. And it's our job, our responsibility to move forward, you know, with just great compassion, just like we had compassion to overturn Roe v. Wade. Now we need to move forward with compassion on all these action items to empower women and promote life.
2: Yeah, so one of the things that we see out of the left is they say, well, the problem with respect to you folks on the right, you, you, um, uh, you anti-choice people, you pro-life people, is that you really don't want to help the mothers and then, and then the children once uh, they give birth to these children, and that's one of the issues that they face, and they decide that an abortion is the best route, uh, but they seem to come out of the woodwork on that. The other thing I hear is that, okay, well, there are just not enough uh, families that are looking to adopt a child, that there's not enough supply of that. But I hear from the adoption community that it's just the opposite. So what's the truth there, or or do you know anything about that?
19: Well, certainly. There are so many loving families out there that are ready to adopt. We have such hard processes in place. It's tough to make that connectivity. So we have to do a better job of streamlining, and we need to look at best practices. What other states are doing it better? How are they doing it? How are we able to go in and and get these most vulnerable little babies and connect them with great, loving families? Again, what's the connector for the foster Foster care. Are we putting these children in, the, in excellent foster care so that we can then get them to their adopted parents? It should never be taking years and years and years to make this happen. So I think we have some work to be done. Okay. I think we're ready for the challenge. It's going to be uh, hard work, but as we drive toward these solutions and we look to put them in place as quickly as possible, I think it's such a win-win for the children. It's a win-win for those uh parents that are eager to have that that baby in their home, or that child.
2: And you make a a good point about the the counseling centers. They've saved countless lives when when, uh, desperate women who are pregnant look for what to do. They're maybe on the fence about, do I abort this baby or do I carry it to term? And if I do, what does that mean to my life, the life of the baby? And these folks do a heck of a job of working with Uh, those pregnant women, to, to help them make the decision to carry their baby, to have their baby, and then to take care of them but I think what I'm hearing you say is we've got to go further than that. Then the state's got to get involved in this as well, as well as to cut some of the red tape out of the abortion, uh, the adoption process. Excuse me, the adoption process. Is that accurate?
19: We do. We need to look at best practices. How do we make the connection very quickly for these children, these babies, to get to those families? Um, for too long, we have lengthy processes. And, and certainly a termination of parental rights is an issue. But when we know this is happening, we need to be prepared and have those processes in place and ready to go as expeditiously as possible.
2: Have you talked to members of the legislature, state leaders, the governor, lieutenant governor? What Have they had any discussions with you about this? Uh,
19: we, we are having some discussions. We are um, putting together packets of information so we can okay. all look at it from a, from a whole strategic perspective, as we should, because not one thing is going to work, Gerard. We've yeah, got to look yeah. at... All these different avenues that empower women and then actually promote life at the same time and find that place for that child if they're going into an adopted home. So we have to look at it all together and make sure it's all moving uh, very well along the lines with, with each different respective issue that we're facing.
2: I think the key takeaway for me, General, is that you've said so articulately was, hey, we wanted the, the, uh, the Supreme Court to rule to return this to the states. They've done that. Now we got to go to work. It's not over. I think that's the point.
15: You're
19: exactly. The real work starts now. We worked very compassionately to have this decision come about, and they did just that. They returned it to the state, so now it's on all of us. And you know, as you have a voice, you've elected your legislative members. Yeah. If they're not moving forward on this, and you're not pleased with the action or lack their action, you can remove them. Where before you couldn't, and now you can. You know that your voice, your policies, should be fun first and foremost, for these uh, legislative members.
2: Yeah, with Roe in place, you were handcuffed in, in, in the issue, on this issue in particular. You couldn't do anything about it. So I, Yeah, so I think the, the calling is now to the legislature and our state leaders to take some action. And I guess as a citizen, I, I'd like to see your office and them work together to uh, address this issue. We got what we wanted. I mean, we got what we wanted, and now we got to go to work. We
19: do, and I've seen some action already come out from Lieutenant Governor. He has set up a committee to study. We'll certainly be working hand-in-hand with them as well Saw because that. so many legislative actions need to occur. Um, we do need to make some immediate changes in our law. We need to add some new laws. We need to be working with our different um, agencies because there are some policies and administrative rules and regulations that need to be changed. Yeah. So they all kind of flow together. So I'm excited about it. Again, yeah. Yeah. we ask for the job, and in Mississippi, we're ready for The job, yeah,
2: that's great. We got to get you on again. We're out of time today to talk about how this might impact the private sector. I know you've seen lots of response out of uh, corporate America on how they're going to deal with this and what that might mean as far as their operations in a state such as Mississippi that uh, may totally prohibit uh, abortion with our trigger law going into effect. So, uh, yeah, so this is uh. This is not done. That's the point. This is we got a lot more to do, a lot more to talk about. We appreciate you coming on and discussing that with us, Attorney General Lynn Fitch. Thank you. Always good to see you.
19: Great to see you. Thank you for having me today.
2: We'll be right back here in the Element Well Studios. We've got Lucian Smith coming on at twelve o five. Stay with us.
3: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsinc.com.
6: Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today.
12: For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by
4: Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from experience. Believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will Answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins,
3: 601-966-8233.
9: It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Three new justices have been appointed by the Mississippi Supreme Court to aid in reducing the backlog of over 3,000 cases in Hines County. Starting this week, Senior Status Judges David Anthony Chandler, Isidore Patrick Jr., and Betty W. Sanders will begin serving on cases assigned by the County Senior Circuit Judge. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman announced the new positions in May following a shooting during the Mississippi Mudbug Festival at the State Fairgrounds.
18: They have... Cleared a backlog of some 46,000 cases, the last report I got from, uh, from the Supreme Court. Uh, those efforts will continue here. Justice uh, unserved by time is justice and served to all.
9: Each appointee is served within the court system before retiring. Chandler held a position as a Mississippi Supreme Court Justice. Patrick was a circuit court judge for District 9, and Sanders served as a circuit judge in the 4th Judicial District. The judges will hold the position until January 31st, 2023.
0: Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance,
4: Saturday, July
0: 9th, with J.J. Gray and Mofro. and the Monsters plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at twilightms.com That's twilightms.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Richland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group.
6: If you're looking for strong, reliable construction equipment for sailor rent in Mississippi, then contact Taylor Construction Equipment. As your number one source for Bell-articulated dump trucks and track carriers, as well as Hyundai hydraulic excavators, mini excavators, and wheel loaders, you can depend on Taylor to provide you with the best construction equipment backed by the best 24-7 sudden service experience. Call us at 833-773-3421 or taylorconstructionequipment.com.
2: everyone the great stevie wonder that may be from the songs in the key of life album i think we could forget that one so we were uh, appreciate attorney general lynn fitch for coming on and uh, discussing that we will get her back i talked to her a little bit after the segment uh so what's happening just to kind of uh, lay it out, is you, you've got states that are, like we said, they have trigger laws, and they're busy implementing those and, and getting those certified that totally prohibit abortion. Some states are doing that. So now you have private, we've talked a lot about private companies that are they are busy amending their corporate policies and their employee handbooks to add uh, various benefits associated with an abortion to their repertoire of of employee benefits, which would include uh, insurance coverage in their group. Health insurance coverage would pay for the procedure. Now, some already had that, but many that didn't are adding that. But I think the biggest thing they're all busy adding is the coverage of travel expenses. Some are even paying, I think it's Google announced... If you live in a state which is restricting abortion, and you're not happy about that, we'll move you to a state without any loss of your job responsibilities, pay, etc., where abortion is more accessible. So they will transfer you on that basis. That uh, they they announced that a couple of days ago, but. There's are some states that are looking at making it, uh, charging companies with a crime if they pay the expenses of an employee who lives in the restrictive state, the state which is severely restricting abortion, if they pay for them to travel to a state where they can have one. They would charge the company with a crime, in, in essentially aiding and abetting something that's against the state law. So that gets really complicated, it seems to me. like Here's what we know is going to happen, and I did talk to General Fitch uh, about this just briefly before she left. We're going to see a flurry of lawsuits in all directions, on all matters, things we can't even think about today that will become an issue. And somebody will turn that into a lawsuit.
1: Which brings me to an idea I've been rolling around since Friday. And I've yet to hear a single talking head. I've, writ- I've yet to read a single article about it. Because at the moment, it seems like everybody is going to their corners and getting ready for the fight. But there's nobody talking about the reality that's sitting right in the middle. That now you have the 50 laboratories of freedom working on an issue that has a lot of energy behind it, a lot of attention being paid to it. You look at any other instance, any other law that the states decide on a state-by-state basis, like, for example, voter ID. I know that can be contentious because people on the left don't like it, but look at Mississippi's voter ID laws. Look at the states that tried it before us and what we learned from it. And now, if you want a voter ID law in your state, you model it after Mississippi. Nobody's talking about the fact that in the coming years, we're going to have that same thing happen with abortion. You're going to have a state figure out a way to tick off both sides, but find a compromise, and move on with life. I think that's right. And then every other state is going to try to model it as close as they can to that.
2: That's probably right. You'll have... You'll have what uh, laws in certain states that will become sort of the template, the gold standard, and in other states will build their laws around that, design them around that. I think that's right. I, I agree. And and nobody's really discussing that, but the... It's not a bad thing. That's no, the way not. the
1: system was designed exactly to work.
2: That's exactly right. Uh, um, you know, most recently here in the state of Mississippi was our medical marijuana law. A, a, a great deal of what's in that is a result of analysis of laws in similar states, the ones that seem to have a good experience, the ones that had a bad one. And they, uh, our lawmakers were, I think, pretty good about incorporating the best practices from research and analysis of the other states. I know for a fact that's what happened with our lottery law, because I was you know, involved in that on the ground floor, and that's exactly what happened. And it's amazing when you talk to some of the states just on the lottery, yeah, don't do that, that didn't work very well. Do this, that worked well. And uh, I often explain to folks, if you're uh, with respect to the lottery, uh, if you're a supporter of the lottery, the good news is we finally got it done. Bad news is we were 45th to do it. But the good news on that is that we got 44 other states to look at. At just to your point, as an example of uh, what works and what doesn't. So as a sample. For sure. So anyhow.
1: Because we've seen the, the conversation growing about there's a distaste from even those on the left with late-term abortion. That's right. Which means there's a middle ground to which you can come.
2: Yeah, it, it polls favorably uh, in the first trimester. And after the first trimester, it, it goes underwater. That is just yes or no with respect to approving abortion, supporting abortion. In the third trimester, it's a sliver of the population. Yet, right? I mean if you if I'm recalling that correctly. But yet we have states that are busy implementing law right now, getting law. You have elected leaders up. in
1: Democrat states saying we'll keep the baby comfortable until a decision can be made. That's absolutely true. That's
2: infanticide. Uh, That's murder.
1: Is. I agree no matter how you slice it
2: i totally agree it's just again do we are the democrats like the party of death because i think about the immigration policies what does that lead to death the abortion policies death afghanistan death crime death they're the party of death seriously and to a great extent think about the goofy lockdowns during the pandemic, that resulted in suicidal death, fentanyl. Where's that coming from? Cross the border, death. Is it? Isn't it true? I think more teenagers, or there's some age range, they die from that than anything else. Right now, it's number one killer. It's just the party of death. And yet, they won't, of course, address that. They won't discuss it. Won't even acknowledge it, honestly. But, gosh, they can expand all their resources to try to figure out a way to kill more. I mean, really. Public lands? Abortion clinic at Mount Rushmore? How about that? Think about that for a second. How nutty that is. Unbelievable. Truly is. It's just such a... It's a sad situation, but I tell you what, they better wake up because an AP NORC poll released uh, Associated Press and NORC Center for Public Affairs Research just yesterday, late yesterday. The majority of Americans say the U.S. is headed in the wrong direction, including 8 in 10 Democrats. Deep pessimism about the economy that's plaguing this president, and the the Democrats, does not bode well for the midterm elections. Inflation now has uh, eclipsed the unemployment rate, and it's become, it's a focal point, I think, for everybody, high price of gas, etc., 67% of Democrats call economic conditions poor. Unbelievable. So, his job approval, it's way down, it's upside down as well, Uh, 39% (laughs) approve of the job he's doing. There's a lot of people that are saying, excuse me, that um, they're frustrated with where the country's headed, say we don't have a lot of hope for the political end of it to get any better. Unbelievable. 14% say things are going in the right direction. I want to meet those people. What's going in the right direction for them? What could it be? That's down from 21% in May and 29% in April. They must have
1: one of those email jobs I keep seeing about on social media, where people (laughs) just sit in the pool all day and do their work via email. Yeah, I would imagine life would be pretty great if you spent eight hours a day at the pool with your laptop next to you. Just, oh, yeah, ding, there's an email. Let me oh, send another one out. Okay,
2: I got, I, collect got an, my six figures. I got an idea for a song we got to play bumping into the next segment. I'll tell you about it when we go off the air here. We are headed into a break, uh, and we'll come right back. I'm going to ask you to bump us in with that song. We got some sound to play from... Uh, Is it the Deputy Health and Human Services Secretary, Rachel Levine? Isn't that her official title? I think him, her, hell, I don't know what is Rachel. A a she, right? That's her preferred pronoun. We got some sound to play for you on gender-affirming rights. (laughs) Stay with us. We'll be right back.
8: This hour of middays with Gerard Gibbert
0: is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back.
7: Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Briscoe Deli. We have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us.
4: Here's the pitch. He swings.
10: It's out of here.
4: Texan around the area. It's time to hit fish. During the Grand Slam Huge Car Sale. Through July 3rd only, Mazda, Jackson, and Ridgeland, Mitsubishi have teamed up to bring you over 400 new and pre-owned vehicles, all in one location, Trustmark Park in Perth. While other dealers have no cars, we have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, including Chevys, Toyotas, Hondas, Mazdas, Kia, Fords, you name it. We've got it. Make no payments for 90 days. Get up to $3,000 in down payment assistance. Plus, receive a 42-inch TV with every purchase. Added problems? No problem. We have over 20 lenders for on-site financing. You could win $100,000. And on Sunday, July 3rd, Third, we'll give away a mystery card 1pm register no later than saturday july 2nd we'll also be giving away a four thousand dollar home depot gift card and a ps5 but hurry it all ends sunday july 3rd and you don't want to miss the fine opportunity of a lifetime during the grand slam huge car sale at trust park, park one brain's boulevard in perth brought to you by must of jackson and richland mitsubishi get here now because once the deals are gone they're gone
15: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack has announced that to date, agriculture producers have already received more than $4 billion through the Emergency Relief Program, or ERP, representing approximately 67% of the more than $6 billion projected to be paid through the first phase of the program. The USDA mailed out pre-filled applications in late May to producers with crop insurance who suffered losses due to natural disasters in 2020 and 2021. Commodity and specialty crop producers have until July 22nd to complete their applications. The USDA is implementing the ERP and the ELRP, the Emergency Livestock Relief Program, in two phases, with the first phase utilizing existing claim data to provide relief expediently and the second phase focusing on ensuring producers not covered by other programs receive assistance. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agriculture News Network. Welcome to day four of digging safety class.
1: It says here we're talking post holes.
3: Yes, before you dig one, call 811. For a
16: post hole? See this picture? Your hair's standing on end, Bob. Cool, dude.
3: Not so cool. I hit an electrical line.
16: And I thought you were trying to be hip. Hello, Sam here from Mississippi 811.
4: Calling 811 two working days before digging is the law, and it's always the right thing
0: to do.
10: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
15: Come on. Come on.
0: Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
10: All right, we are back. On
0: Super Talk Mississippi.
2: to middays. That would be the Grand Illusion by Sticks. That's because Rhino said those people <laughs> he gets in the emails. What'd you say? They're sitting in the pool in the lawn chair. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's an email job. I've
1: seen all kinds of people that claim to be influencers on social media Okay. spending all their time at the pool with a laptop saying they make six figures. <laughs> it's like, wow, what do you do?
2: Well, we didn't have time but the uh, uh, the next verse in the song, let me read it for you. See if this applies. Don't be fooled by the radio, the TV, or the magazines. They show you photographs of how your life should be, but they're just someone else's fantasy. <laughs> I think that's pretty much captures it, doesn't oh, it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the great Dennis DeYoung on lead vocals singing that out. So, Yeah, Joe Biden, you know, we were talking about uh, earlier about why Kevin, Kevin says, why is this Joe Biden's fault? Why can't he blame Putin like the rest of the country does? Oh, my gosh. It's just incredible. But I say again, we don't want to be like the rest of the country. So this is what he said in the campaign debating Donald Trump. This is the very last... Uh, debate. Here we go. Final
18: would he close it down falls. the oil industry? It falls. Would you close it down falls. the oil industry? Way, I would transition from the oil industry. Yes. Oh, I that's transition. a big statement. That is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Uh-oh. I see. And here's the deal. But that's a big statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time over time and i'd stop giving to the oil industry i'd stop giving them federal subsidies He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas excuse me to the to uh, solar and wind yeah why are we giving it to oil industry we actually do All give right. it to solar and wind we and have that's one maybe final the biggest question. statement in terms of business that's the biggest statement okay. because basically what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry, will you remember that Texas, will you remember that Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President
7: Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond and then I have to get to the final question. Vice President Biden.
18: He takes everything out of context, but the point is, look, we have to move toward a net zero emissions. The first place to do that by the year 2035 is in energy production, by 2050, totally.
7: All right. One Is final he going to get China to do it? No, we're finished with Is this. Is he we going have to, to get China to, to, our to our do our it? Final
18: question. No, we have I'm going to rejoin so the accord and make oh. China abide by what they agreed to. <laughs> 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 I
1: had to get that last part in there. It's just uh,
2: ironic. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're really doing it now. Not only are they not, they're buying their oil from Russia so they can kill people in Ukraine, you fool. Because you won't let American... The American oil industry do what they do. That's why. You just told them. I'm putting you out of business. They pollute. Oh, my gosh. And, and we've discussed this before. The advances made in curbing pollution from the generation and use and consumption of fossil fuels, monumental advances in this country. We produce far more CO2 than we did just a short decade ago. A far less, pardon me, far less, far less. But he's right. Trump's right. China? Uh-uh. They're building coal plants. India? It's a cesspool. They're air. And these G7 wokesters go to Europe and, yeah, we're going we're gonna to rid the planet of fossil fuels like India and China are? But when it comes to their money and their markets, they're all in. It's, it's so hypocritical. It just boggles the mind. It's so maddening. On the C Spire text line, lawyers on the Supreme Court are just making sure the profession has work in the future, says Mike in Gulfport. And that's just talking about this, uh, this Dobbs ruling. It, it is. It, it is going to spur countless cases. And again, I think it's going to be on things we can't even dream of, issues. Gary in Meridian says, I'm getting ready to sue my ham sandwich. <laughs> we were waiting on parents for two years, $30,000 on a second mortgage, but totally worth it. Assume that is about uh, adoption, right? Yeah, talking about that. Uh, Karen in Ripley says, I'm very disappointed in our legislators. They had the opportunity to extend women's health care up to one year after giving birth. They did not do this. This would have been through Medicaid. When I had my son, I basically was a single mother with no insurance. Knowing that I was covered for a year would have been a big relief. How was she going to help a 12 year old with a baby? I think we talked about that. Uh, did you and I do that on the air? Or no, off the it was
1: off the air, but I mean, we can get into the statistics of that because the pro abortion people love to bring up statistical anomalies if they even know what that means.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm in the 662 area. How about this? If you do not want a child, then please don't get pregnant. Birth control until you're ready. Yeah, it just never seems to be in the conversation. We're going to take a break right here at Super Talk News, Fox News. Lucian Smith next.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN, Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090.
17: News. I'm Chris Foster. With Justice Stephen Breyer's retirement taking effect at noon, new Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson sworn in by Chief Justice John Roberts.
7: I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter.
17: So help me God.
7: So help me God.
17: She's the court's 116th and first black woman justice. Justice Breyer served since 1994. The Supreme Court's final two decisions of the term are announced. It rules 5-4 that former President Trump's remain in Mexico immigration policy may be discontinued by the Biden administration. This is a terrible decision for texas texas lieutenant governor dan patrick on fox and the court rules six to three that the clean air act does not grant the environmental protection agency power to regulate greenhouse gas emissions from power plants west virginia attorney general patrick morrissey tells fox
2: for many years
11: these agencies have been running amok they've tried to regulate in areas where they've lacked power to do so
17: america's listening to fox news As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted
0: on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security. 601-898-3105.
3: Call today. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283.
11: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As congressional hearings surrounding the January 6th Capitol Hill riots are set to continue next month, committee chairman Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson is encouraging any and all witnesses with relevant information to come forward.
3: If you've heard this testimony today and suddenly you remember things you couldn't previously recall, or there are some details you'd like to clarify, or you discovered some courage you had hidden away somewhere, our doors remain open.
11: And officials with the Biloxi Police Department are warning the public about a phone scam in which scammers claim to be local law enforcement officers. The scammers call unsuspecting victims, telling them they have legal documents that require immediate attention or they have a warrant due to unpaid fines. Biloxi PD wants everyone to know that officers within the agency will never ask for any payment information over the phone, so please be aware.
7: Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform want to find out more visit mwgemployerservices.com.
3: you're about to fire up some delicious steaks in the backyard and suddenly the wind blows out your propane grill flame now what first turn off the gas and open up the grill lid Check your grill manufacturer's instructions for when it's safe to relight the grill, but always leave the gas off and the lid open for at least five minutes before relighting. And remember, never lean over the grill during lighting or cooking. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com to learn more.
11: On Wednesday afternoon, thousands of Ole Miss fans packed the streets of Oxford in celebration of the baseball team's recent national championship. Right before the parade, we caught up with Oxford Mayor Robin Tannehill and asked her what the program's first-ever College World Series title means to the city itself.
6: What this baseball program just did for the city of Oxford is hard to describe. The shot in the arm that they've just given us, um, as far as our economy goes. I mean, just look at today—a summer Wednesday—and you have people just filing in, traffic everywhere. You know that it's it's a great it's a great economy builder for us.
11: In other news surrounding Ole Miss's championship, Rebels football player Drew Burnett was shot in Omaha early Monday morning, just hours after the game. According to witnesses, the gunshots came from an unknown pickup truck. Burnett, a freshman wide receiver out of Memphis, is expected to make a full recovery, fortunately enough. JT Mitchell, Supertalk Mississippi News.
0: Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement.
4: while we hope for the best the mississippi insurance department is here to help you during this hurricane season prepare now using resources found on our website or call the number on your screen to talk to our staff
11: we're here for you we're here to help
4: to all the folks in the Capital city metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning six nine gallo show we'll start your day the informed way Super Talk mississippi
0: 97.3
2: middays in the Element well Studios rocking into the afternoon. We got another hour left and we're pleased to have uh, Lucian Smith, attorney and former chairman of the Mississippi GOP and part-time super talk radio host as well. Uh, that's right. that's right. it's
5: uh, it's good to be here with you. I was- telling uh, Gerard off the air, it's nice to come in when you don't have to worry about producing three hours of content. It's like, you know, if I get boring, Gerard will just say, look, uh, we're turn something else and shut my mic off and I can go home. So uh, it's nice to come in that
2: way. Having done it, uh, you appreciate those that have done this uh, as a professional career. They're, Absolutely. they're really special. They're yep. pretty good at that. Uh, uh, it, Paul, it is. obviously, is very good. JT was awesome as well. Much respect for those. Absolutely. And I don't think people realize how
5: much time y- y- goes in to getting ready for this that it's not as simple as you come in flip the mic on go for 3 hours turn it off and go home I mean to produce the quality content y'all do you know you've got to be working at least an hour for every hour you're on the air and probably more than that to get yeah. it.
2: Yeah, no doubt, and and you know, I think you and I we we've always had a uh, a voracious appetite for for information and data, right. but it's just okay. Well, normally I just read it, consume it, kind of think, how does that maybe affect my life? Now it's like, no, I got to be able to talk about that. Right. So it's a little different uh, responsibility there, but. Man, we got—we were just talking in the hall there. We got a whole lot of stuff going on. I'm going to pass this on real quickly to the to the audience. Uh, We got the Dow down off its lows of the session. It's down 150. It's been is down to 54, which means it shed a lot of its losses. But here's the big news coming out. Uh, today that is affecting your wallets and affecting the markets. Uh, Two reports. One is that consumer spending is down and polls point to further economic slowdown. I I think the latest consumer sentiment index is like the lowest it's been in 50 years. And the other uh, data point is that inflation remained a bit elevated in May and so investors didn't see what they were hoping to see, which is maybe we're over this inflation hump and uh, th- that will uh, maybe cause the Fed to, to uh, stand down and not tip us into a recession. So those are kind of all the sausages going into the economy right now. It's important because it affects what you're paying at the pump, It affects what you pay at the grocery store. It affects your, your prospects for a raise and jobs. And uh, the good news on the mortgage front is, we, I just saw the 10 years down 10 uh, basis points today. It's down a lot. That's good. Still in yeah. the fours, isn't it? No. Uh, well, mortgages. The mortgage I'm, I'm talking about the T-bill, okay. which is down no. below three, the 10-year. Yeah. Down below three. It hadn't been there in a while, so I think we are going to see mortgage rates. They're already declining, come down even, even more, so that's uh, it's a bit of good news, I think, for those that are seeking to take out a mortgage and buy a house. But all right, look, First of all, we had a big election day here, in the state of Mississippi Tuesday. We, we had three contested races, uh, three congressional Congressional Districts, which had runoffs on the Republican side. We had uh, Congressional District 2, of course, which is the seat held by, um, who seems like a permanent fixture up there, is Benny Thompson. Been there since '93. Wow, uh, Democrat represents Congressional District 2. Brian Flowers uh, and uh, Ron Eller advanced to a runoff there. Mr. Flowers prevailed. And he will face uh, Congressman Thompson in the fall, uh, and he was the nominee back in uh, 2020. So that's probably, right.
5: I assume started with a not insignificant advantage, just because people people knew him. Uh, and Brian seems like a, a decent guy. I met yeah. him a few times when I was chairman, and he was running. And um, I, that's a, as you know, an uphill battle in the second. But it I is. think I'm hopeful he'll be a, a good candidate, very least and you know, force Congressman Thompson to have to work for it. This, hope, this time. hope
2: so. I, I, I'm with you on that. And then, and then, CD three, an incredibly contentious race between uh, Congressman Michael Guest and uh, his challenger. He had, he had two in the primary, uh, Thomas Griffin and Michael Cassidy. Mister Griffin uh, was eliminated, so Mister Cassidy advanced. Mister Cassidy actually got about 400 more votes, I believe, on June the seventh. than than did the congressman. But what a change uh, Tuesday in
5: that race! It really that one really was fascinating to watch um, because in a lot of ways, you know, I, I don't know that the, presumably the guest campaign had a sense of it, but I don't think regular folks realize Michael Guest had a race that day. And I agree. I, just anecdotally. I've talked to a lot of people. Um, some of them, you know, casual political observers. Sometimes, some of them people I think of as being very, very uh, engaged in politics, both as consumers and sometimes people who are literal operators uh, who didn't vote that day, not because they had some problem with Michael Guest, but you know, it's the same "get out the vote" conversation we have all the time. You got to get uh, kids to school and camp and sports, and you got your job and life happens. Um, and I think there were a lot of people who got to six o'clock that day and just said, yeah, you know, I'm home." Michael Guest has this, yeah. and you kind of see it in the in the results. Cassidy got within a thousand votes of what he got on the first election. He was in the twenty two thousands both times. Um, Michael more or less doubled his vote, sure and did. I think what happened was Cassidy had hit his ceiling. All the people who wanted to, you know, vote the bums out, uh, they showed up and they were motivated to show up a second time. But Guest was able to go out to the people who normally would be voters who just forgot to show up uh, and show up. And then the other thing I think the guest campaign did a really good job of, Cassidy had been able to run this kind of generic Race uh, leading up to June seventh, you know, he'd said, "I'm the America First candidate." Yeah, uh, Michael Guest, you know, voted for some continuing resolutions that included bad things, and that was essentially it. But nobody knew anything about him, um, right. and I think the Guest campaign uh, in the in the runoff did a very effective job of uh, of really telling a story about Cassidy that turned voters off, and and I think that coupled with their get out the vote efforts uh, helped them helped them win that race. But that you know, I think I think they did a very good job in the runoff.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if it means anything, but I was just uh, checking again. Michael Cassidy received 400 fewer votes in the runoff than he did in, in the first election. That's right. Um, I don't know if that's anything that indicates uh, indicative of anything whatsoever, but I think it does say that he, he kind of tapped his, his base and in, in his max in terms of support in the first election. I think that's right. Yeah. And, there, and of course, there could be some absentees to come in. There's not going to change the outcome, but may change that number. But and then we had in uh, congressional district four the Pine Belt the Gulf Coast, we got Representative Stephen Palazzo the incumbent who was uh, who faced a field of candidates in the first election on June the seventh. Uh, Bryce Wiggins the senator was in that one. Clay Wagner uh, was in that one as well. Keydron Peterson, all candidates. Uh, Carl Boynton. It was a crowded field. Uh, yeah, it was a big field. Uh, that were pursuing the seat held by the Representative uh, Stephen Palazzo uh, and Mike Ezell, the sheriff of Jackson County, advanced to the runoff against the congressman, and he prevailed uh, Tuesday. Yeah, and I I think
5: Sheriff Ezell started really as the favorite once you got to the runoff, uh, because Congressman Palazzo, who who I... Personally, like, um, you know, he only got a third of the vote on June seventh. So, yeah. two thirds of the people in his district, at least two thirds of the Republican primary voters in his district, showed up and chose to vote somebody else. And when that happens after somebody's been off in an, been in office for a decade, that speaks to a political problem that yeah. folks are showing up, they know you, and they're choosing to vote for somebody else. I think Stephen did a good job getting to getting to forty six percent in the runoff. I mean, he was able to cut into. Uh, the voters for some of the other candidates uh, pretty effectively, but at the end of the day, you know, I think Ezel just started with a with a real advantage there,
2: and it certainly it uh, didn't hurt him that. Uh, some of the others who who were eliminated in the first election through their support behind uh, the sheriff.
5: Yeah, uh, the fact that he was able that quickly to get that much support, uh, I think he got endorsed by all the other candidates. I believe that's right, and that's uh, that's a pretty strong
2: thing going yeah. into a runoff election. You know, it it just feels like Lucian that there's a, a fairly active anti-incumbent sentiment sweeping not just Mississippi but the country, and I'll share this thought with you and let you react. The, the folks aren't happy. We just talked about the, the uh, uh, NORC poll, the AP NORC poll, showing that 85% of the country ain't happy. With the direction it's going, and and so I think there's this tendency to think, let's just get rid of all of them, a Republican Democrat, throw all the bums out, and and it feels like that the Republicans maybe are paying a bit of a price, seated Republicans, for the failures of the Democrats.
5: Yeah, I think that's right. I think I think that's exactly right. And you, you know, uh, Congressman Palazzo had it, it, it. Twenty years ago, would have been a real asset, and it proved to be a liability for him. He had been in office for 10 years, so he's got some seniority. He's on the Appropriations Committee. Yep. You know, 20 years ago, it would have been a com- and certainly 30, 40 years ago, it would have been a compelling argument in that runoff to say, look, I'm getting seniority in appropriate- on appropriations. I'm going to be able to bring more money back to Mississippi if you reelect me than sending a freshman who's going to have to wait a decade to be able to do what I can do if you keep sending me up there. Well, that used to be a great argument. Nowadays, people go, I'm sick of people like you sitting well, up in exactly office right. for that long,
2: yeah. and I'm going to vote against you just because of. It. And don't really care about your seniority and and your your committee assignments and your levels on those committees it, it just doesn't seem to factor into it That's anymore. That's right. We got a break right here. We got Lucian Smith in the Element Well Studios. We're talking to politics. We got some other stuff to talk about too. This abortion case. We'll get to that as well. Stay with us. The virgins are all trimming their wits. The whirlwind
16: is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks in measured 100
15: weight and penny pound.
10: Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from Albritton's jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John Albritton. At Albritton's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen Albritton's as their diamond store. This hour of middays
0: with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland for personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy. They help you get your life back.
4: Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished YQ beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch YQ beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor and in marbling. Call
8: 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of German Town High.
10: Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do.
0: Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers
1: lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders.
4: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson,
0: ninety-seven point three. And now the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now, onto the real part.
15: Dynamite.
0: on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: There you go. That's a little Rick Wakeman and it. Yes, <laughs> Bumping us into this segment on uh, Super Talk Mississippi. Saw so on the ceasefire text line. Not sure what Jack and Jacktown saying here. Rhino seems wonky. CDs were changed between primary and runoff. My coworker was in guest primary. In Thompson runoff, what does that mean? I've heard some some of that anecdotally that okay. people uh, showed up at
5: a polling. You know, they, this is the first election we've had since congressional redistricting after the 2020 census, and so yeah. there are some people who were not in they may have been in the just to use the second and third because this is what happened in Jackson you had people who used to be in the third congressional district who showed up to vote and they were in the second I see. and I've heard anecdotally that there were some people who voted who showed up to vote on the 28th and on the the, the seventh they said you're in the second ah, and then okay. they came back and said well you're in the third um, oh man I Hadn't independently verified it. I don't know if that's true, but I suspect that's what they're referring to. Oh, I got
2: to. you. That, that makes, that makes but, sense.
5: But so. I'll say this, as somebody who is, you know, the, the Republican Party, you know, we run the primary. I'm, I'm not uh, the chairman now, so I, I, it was nice to have a primary where I woke up and thought, this isn't this isn't my problem today.
2: Yeah.
5: But you do, you know, in almost every election, you're going to see a small amount of error. Because at the end of the day, humans do this. Volunteers do this. Yeah. And so you're going to see somebody... And it, and it would happen. It happened every primary when I was chairman. You know, there would be some precinct. Now, normally it was just one. Where at seven thirty somebody would call and say we showed up at the Woodgate's precinct and it's not open and you'd have to get the local chairman on the phone figure out what was wrong open it up um, and then you also rely on at least in in Hines County you rely on the election commission to print uh, to print the actual right. ballots that are used uh, and so if they screw up and put uh, second congressional district ballots in the precinct box you know somebody's got to fix that uh, once that gets recognized and so I, the good news is when it's a when the election is as big as it was on the second, those sorts of errors didn't affect the outcome. But as a voter, you know, not everybody can come back to the polling that's place right. three times uh, until it gets corrected. And yeah. so it's it's disappointing if anybody wasn't able to cast the vote that they wanted to cast because that's their right as as citizens.
2: It, you know, it brings up a, a, another point and an opinion I've shared uh, quite a bit with respect to election, not so much integrity, but accuracy. I think integrity uh, maybe suggests that there's some sort of nefarious activity. I don't, I don't really mean this. But with respect to accuracy and truing the vote, the fact is there is a lot of manual intervention and manual activity. We're talking about from the registration to the roll maintenance. Uh, to the polling place and the precincts right. i mean there, all the way to the final tabulation when you got that much human work and effort involved in it you're just subject to having an error not a, not a an intentional error just an inadvertent error that's like right. that and well, so the results are inaccurate which don't matter
5: unless it's really close that that's 100% right there is always going to be some error and you know, you want to get it as close to zero as possible. It's yeah. the reason that I think it's important that voting machines should have a paper record, so that you're able to go back and say, with a hundred percent confidence, that it was counted correctly. Sure. But I think it's one of the reasons that this notion that the 2020 presidential election was stolen has stuck around because the, you have the media, at least the mainstream media, continues to say there were no problems in the 2020 election. It, it was perfect. It was pristine. And you know there were problems. Yeah, of course. Were they problems big enough to change the result? That's a different question. But for the media to sit there and say nothing went wrong in 2020,
2: I think people just know they're getting lied to, and that allows them to believe whatever. Well, so I've always felt like, with respect to 2020, it's somewhere between it was pristine and the whole thing was rigged. It's somewhere it's somewhere between that. I think that's right? right. I think that's right. And I think it's legitimate to ask questions. absolutely about, it about is. It. absolutely it is. and And there's all sorts of reports. I'm not sure if you've seen this or a lot, uh, Lucian, where uh, FBI and justice and law enforcement are running around confiscating property, and you know about Peter Navarro getting locked up. I mean it looks like that uh, maybe we're we're overstepping the due process. Uh, laws in our country, uh, and it's all because they don't support Joe Biden. I mean, you hate to think that, that you know, we have sort of politics behind the scenes at play here, but it it is something to be concerned about. All right, uh, this abortion case we just had on Attorney General Lynn Fitch. It is, uh, honestly, it's thrust the state of Mississippi. The name Dobbs into the spotlight, the Attorney General herself, and, and we got, as the General just said, we got what we asked for, now we got a lot of work to do. That's right. But from a legal perspective, let's talk about that for a second, if you can. Are you familiar with this old 1998 Fordyce case and, and how that might come into play here?
5: Yeah, let me first say, I just want to commend General Fitch uh, for what she did. I mean, it, it would have been easier for her to uh, stick to the original reason that the petition was granted by the Supreme Court to not go all the way for this, and she took a, an immense political risk, because yeah. I guarantee you, uh, had the Supreme Court not overturned Roe v.ersus Wade, there would be somebody sitting here, I'm not talking about me, there would be a person talking to you about how they were running against her for attorney general You're right. next year. You're right. Um, and and it took a lot of courage to do what she did, and she ought to be commended for it, because we're the country's a better place for it. Um, I have read the Fordyce decision and here's the gist of it in a nutshell. The the Mississippi Supreme Court in nineteen ninety eight held that the Mississippi Constitution includes a uh, right to an abortion. Um the Article thirty two of the Mississippi Constitution, you know, which is the last article in our state Bill of Rights. Okay says, just because a right's not listed, essentially, this isn't the exact language, but just because a right's not listed doesn't mean that the right doesn't exist. Because that was one of the concerns in any of these bills of rights, uh, that if you enumerated them, somebody would come back later and say, well, they didn't list it, uh, and so it's no longer there. So in 98, the the court took an old opinion uh, where the, uh, the Mississippi Supreme Court had said that that Article 32 includes a right to privacy, Okay. And then they extended it in this Fordyce case to say the right to privacy includes a right to have an abortion, and they okay. were, they were very explicit in that opinion that uh, they didn't that wasn't based on an explicit mention in the Constitution of a right to abortion. This was just them making the decision that that right to privacy, which was also not explicitly mentioned in the Constitution, included a right to to an abortion. So practically, where we are on it. Um, you know, the, the fact that the federal, that the U.S. Supreme Court has overturned Roe, which means there's no longer a federal constitutional right to an abortion, doesn't affect the 98 decision in Fordyce, because only, and this is something that, even though I don't like the result in the short term, as conservatives, we don't, we don't want the U.S. Supreme Court telling us what our Constitution says. Sure. So currently, uh, our Constitution, as it's been interpreted, includes a right to an abortion. Now there's a very different court. Uh, our our Supreme Court than there was 25 years 24 years ago yeah. um, and I think if you look at the analysis that was done in Fordyce it's very reminiscent of Roe and Casey it's these sort of yeah. emanations from penumbras yeah. and it, yeah. it doesn't it, it, and the biggest reason I think it fails, I mean I'm I'm a believer in an originalist approach to constitutional tax. You should ask yourself what did these people mean when this was originally adopted? And when the eighteen ninety-four constitution was adopted, Mississippi had a criminal statute prohibiting abortion. Okay. So now it had a quickening exception. Um so That's pre-quickening right, yeah. abortions were permissible. But the idea that the same people who had a law prohibiting some abortions passed a constitutional amendment, or passed a constitution that included a right to abortion, I think when you get some of the originalists on the court revisiting it, uh, they're going to ultimately overturn it. But here's what will happen practically, The, the Chief Justice has to appoint a special chancellor just but, talking to the general about that before she left. She's waiting for that appointment. Hasn't happened yet, I, but I think that'll come anytime. Yep. And that chancellor is going to enjoin This is my prediction. The chancellor is going to enjoin Mississippi's trigger law because a lower court judge is bound by the precedent of a of a superior court. They, gotcha. they, they cannot overturn that opinion. Now they may say the Mississippi Supreme Court may revisit this, but they're going to enjoin it. It's going to go up on appeal to the Mississippi Supreme Court, and then I think there's a high likelihood uh, that the Supreme Court will overturn it. Now, I'll say one other thing on this. One of the big differences between the Mississippi Constitution and the U.S. Constitution is the U.S. Constitution is very, very difficult to amend. The Mississippi Constitution is not very, very difficult to amend, or at least it's not as difficult as the U.S. Constitution. So I think It's conceivable you could see the legislature, if the court hasn't taken care of it sooner, put a constitutional amendment on the ballot in 23 that clearly removes any constitutional right uh, to an abortion.
2: So let's review that. I believe the standard uh, to amend the U.S. Constitution is two-thirds of the Congress and three-quarters of the state. Is that right? That's right. Okay. very difficult to get. In the state, the uh, the legislature can uh, pass... An amendment, right in the legislature, referring it to the ballot, and then the people go to the ballot box to to ratify it to, that's right. to vote on it. That's right. It's so it's popular. I mean, a majority vote at that point. That's right? my that's my
5: recollection of how that works. And that's yeah.
2: you know that's not simple. It's not as easy as no, no, a law. but not like getting three quarters. But the it's states. not like
5: getting three quarters of the states yeah. to agree to a constitution. We can't
2: provision. get we can't get three quarters of the states to, to agree on how many genders there are. Yeah, so that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, you can hang around. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so. Pro-choice, just want to get this out, is Pro-Choice Mississippi was the plaintiff, was the name in this 1998 case. And it is at the heart of the case that's being filed right now that we're waiting on the chancellor on, right? That's that's right. They're the plaintiff. We got Lucian Smith in the studio. We'll come right back.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly cloudy conditions, a 70% chance of rain, high near 87. Tonight, 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 72. Your finally Friday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. And for your Saturday, a 60% chance of rain as well, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
4: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
12: You're about to ask the woman of your dreams to marry you, and then it hits you.
4: What if the diamond engagement ring I choose? what if she doesn't love it if it's from juniker jewelry company she's guaranteed to love it because at junikers you'll find over 50 feet of cases filled with mississippi's finest diamonds engagement rings and wedding bands ten times the selection of average jewelry stores
7: all the latest styles from classic solitaires to halos contemporary to antique reproductions like our famous mississippi heritage collection and
4: mississippi's most beautiful diamonds direct from our cutters every size shape and price range
7: I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Bring us your ideas. Tell us all about her. And together, we'll create her perfect ring. A ring you'll both love. At Juniker
2: Jewelry, we
4: don't just make diamond engagement rings. We make heroes.
7: Juniker Jewelry Company. From
3: anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and online at junikerjewelry.com.
1: Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do.
4: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable
3: energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glockstead or online at bennelson.com. I'm
11: J.T. Mitchell and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As congressional hearings surrounding the January 6 Capitol Hill riots are set to continue next month, Committee Chairman Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson is encouraging any and all witnesses with relevant information to come forward.
3: If you've heard this testimony today and suddenly you remember things you couldn't previously recall or there are some details you'd like to clarify or you discovered some courage you had hidden away somewhere, our doors remain open.
11: And officials with the Biloxi Police Department are warning the public about a phone scam in which scammers claim to be local law enforcement officers. The scammers call unsuspecting victims, telling them they have legal documents that require immediate attention or they have a warrant due to unpaid fines. Biloxi PD wants everyone to know that officers within the agency will never ask for any payment information over the phone, so please be aware.
14: Welcome
4: to summertime in Mississippi.
6: It's hot out here. It's so hot out there.
4: As we always say, welcome to the state with the purest form of humidity. The hottest talk
0: all summer long. Heat's on, baby. Heat's on. Super Talk Mississippi. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Midday's with Gerard Gibbert. It is on on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Have a little love on a little honeymoon. You got a little dish. We are back in the Element Wealth Studios. We thank you so much, uh, as usual, for joining us today. Today, because it is Thursday, we got In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. You'll hear an interview with singer-songwriter Matt Warren, who has penned several hit songs for the likes of Bruce Springsteen, Gary Allen, and many others. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by VisitMississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday, 1 to 2 p.m., on most Supertalk Mississippi stations, Supertalk.fm and available everywhere you listen to podcasts. And Steve's on cloud nine right now because we just got the governor to sign into law uh, the One Mississippi Song that uh, Steve authored, of course, and composed and really excited. happened to be present for that signing, and that was just so fantastic. He was uh, just so humbled and honored about it and a a great uh, group of folks. Well, it's, uh, a, great it's Ple- a great song. It's a great song, to listen to. Yeah, I agree. So he's, he's so talented in that respect. Before I ask you about the Ninth Amendment, Sure. Okay. Uh, ask Lucian if the Republicans are going to make a very big push to beat Benny Thompson. He needs to go. It's a good question. I'll just say th- this first. If you look at the turnout on the Democrat side and, and the Republican side in the primary, which is, I think is a pretty good indicator of what the general may look like, I'm not sure any amount of money can overcome that.
5: Yeah, I've not talked to Chairman Bordeaux uh, specifically about the 2nd Congressional District and what their plans are. I mean, what the party normally does is they'll provide the candidate access to data, they'll provide access to the lists to to help raise money and get volunteers. We've got a network of volunteers through the Delta, and I agree a hundred percent unambiguously we would be better off if Congressman Thompson... We're not there. (laughs) He needs to go. But unfortunately, that is a district that is extremely difficult for uh, Republicans to win. And, and, uh, you know, I've seen us run great campaigns there. I've seen us run lousy campaigns there. I've seen us run great candidates there. I've seen us run lousy candidates there. Uh, And unfortunately, there's a very similar result. So nothing would make me happier uh, than to see Brian Flowers represent the 2nd Congressional District. Um, and, And I hope that the party, and I suspect that the party is doing everything in its power to beat Congressman. Thompson, uh, but you're you're just you know you're, you're starting and that's just a very very difficult district to win.
2: It is, and and of course to, to some extent, as you well know, it it's drawn that way. I mean, it's it's drawn to favor a Democrat candidate. It, it is.
5: just is. It, it's a it's a very Democratic district. Um, I, you know, I hope we can continue to make inroads in the African American community so that. Uh, having a majority minority district doesn't necessarily guarantee the election of a Democrat, uh, but that's a that is a long term task for uh, for the Republican Party. That I think we're we're doing a good job at. I think Donald Trump helped with, but we're we're a long way away from victory there.
2: I'm hearing more feedback. I will say this, just anecdotally, uh, from traditional Democrat voters, in, in, including Black voters in Mississippi, who say, "You know what? I'm not voting for that again." I mean, yeah. it's it's you can't you can't escape. The cost of gas. You can't escape the cost of groceries. You you can't. You, you get. I just got my power bill. That's the biggest power bill I've ever had. I don't That's know crazy. if you've seen your power bill, but it was through the roof. Uh, yes, I completely agree. Completely Unbelievable. Agree. So everybody is having to pay for the staples of life. They're all affected. And uh, like it or not, and whether the president is personally responsible, we just hang that on the president. We just do, good or bad. That's that's just the way it works here. That's right. And we're seeing. I mean, we we are making huge
5: inroads in minority communities. Um, You saw it. You saw it somewhat in the twenty twenty election, but you're you're continuing to see in polling a lot of uh, Hispanics, African Americans, people who historically might have identified as a Democrat, looking at this and saying. You know the the democratic policies are affecting my life in a negative way, and so on that 's why I think it's so important we've got to stick to the the core message, keep the main thing, the main thing, talk about yeah. the way bad democratic policy has negatively affected people's lives economically, and if we do that, I think we're going to have a good november
2: well and and certainly a a positive indicator was uh, the seating of Congresswoman Flores in Texas in a district that hasn't had a Republican in over a hundred years. I heard a great interview with her this morning. What are you hearing from your constituents? Every one of them says it's inflation, it's price of gas. Well, duh, because every poll suggests that as well. Right. So she heard that and she said, I'm going to to work to change these policies and to be part of a majority coming in and hopefully a Republican president so we can undo a lot of this stuff. That's right. Uh, I It's the only way we're going to move the needle. And my concern is, Lucian, from a political perspective, let's say we flip the House, maybe we're fortunate and we get a seat or two advantage in the Senate still fairly limited on what we can do. And whatever problems we have uh, right now with respect to the economy, we're limited.
5: We are, because so much of that does get controlled by the executive branch. um, And so much of it's already happened, right? I mean, we we overspent. We put too much uh, money out there. And that that has caused, at least in part, that's been a significant driver of of inflation. So it's not going to be as simple as a new Congress coming in and instantly fixing it. But we cannot exacerbate it. Um, we can try to hold the Biden administration accountable, uh, and hopefully we can have a good, consistent message so that uh, in 24 we end up with a Republican-controlled Congress and a Republican in the White House, which which can't solve every problem on day one, but would be a good first step uh, to heading in the right direction. I yeah,
2: think. And, I, and what I hope is that the private sector says, okay, gridlock, let me go make some investments, let me go do some hiring, let me go plan for the future, because right, right now it's hunkered down, what the heck's coming next? That's I mean, right. I, I know sitting in that chair, is the way it uh, usually it works. All right, let's talk about the Ninth Amendment. Now, this is one that doesn't get a lot of attention. You don't hear, you heard the, fir- the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Tenth Amendment. I would argue maybe get more attention than Absolutely. any from the political, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Those, yeah. But the Ninth is one that, that doesn't. And, and so that is now kind of popping up as something that uh, might have some legs with respect to this abortion debate. The Ninth Amendment essentially states that the federal government doesn't own the rights that are not listed in the Constitution. Instead, they belong to the people. It's... It's a little vague to me, honestly, you know, it's not real explicit, but how could this come into play with this abortion case? So
5: my understanding of the history of the Ninth Amendment is that there were some of the founding fathers who were opposed, and I'm ashamed, I can't remember which one in particular, but there was a, a driver of it. Um, were They were concerned that by putting a, having a Bill of Rights, they were opposed to the Bill of Rights because the fear was not that the rights were bad. The fear was if we put together a list of these specific rights that later that'll be used to say, well, it wasn't one of the rights that was in the Bill of Rights, so you don't have it. And so the Ninth Amendment was intended to be this catch-all where they said, just because we didn't write it down in these first 10 doesn't mean the right exists. And so there's not a ton of jurisprudence about the Ninth Amendment in large part because they've used substantive due process uh, to, to enlarge these sort of... Nebulous invented rights, but I think the U.S. Supreme Court, with its current composition, would be unlikely uh, to to find some right to abortion in the Ninth Amendment, because I think they would probably treat it very similar to the way, similarly to to the way Alito handled substantive due process in the Dobbs case, yeah. to essentially say to say that this right is out there. It has to be deeply, and I forget the exact wording. It has to be, but essentially deeply embedded in the history and tradition of our country. So, if you can go back and say, in in seventeen eighty nine or eighteen fourteen or eighteen sixty, you know, whenever the specific amendment happened to be adopted, that this was a right. um, Well, then, okay, maybe that is uh, that was a right that existed. Okay, Uh, but you, if you don't, and the reason I and a lot of conservatives prefer that kind of originalist interpretation is unless you say what did they mean in 1789 it's not saying the laws ought to be the same as they were then no they in a lot of cases they absolutely shouldn't be but if you're just if you allow five members of the supreme court to say well you know the ninth amendment creates a right for x y and z it's just their policy preferences i'd love to see uh, a, a right in the Constitution to, to school choice. I think that would sure. be great, but I don't want five unelected judges in D.C. saying, you know what, we've looked at the Ninth Amendment, and even though there was no concept of school choice when the Ninth Amendment was adopted, yeah. we've decided you have to have school choice everywhere in the Constitution. That's risk.
2: Yeah. It's, it's almost um, you could compare it to the concept of federalism, where the Constitution basically says, hey, if it's not a power specifically enumerated in the Constitution and, and delegated to the federal government, it goes, the states exactly. It's kind of the same. This is sort of the equivalent for rights as opposed to powers. That's that's right. Yeah. But
5: on the powers point, that's why I think this whole idea you're going to codify Roe by the Congress. I don't think Congress has the power to. Well,
2: I wondered that as well. I, and I mean, read a number of reports on that, what that means to codify. But like, really, that they can just the fundamental problem here. And I know you you realize this is that we cannot agree whether or not that baby in the womb. Has a right to life, right? I mean, that's a fundamental uh, at the the core of this argument. Well, and it's it's the reason it's it's the it's the core problem with Roe,
5: right? Because this is ultimately, I mean, I I believe that uh, abor- I mean, uh, that life begins at conception. But these are the sort of moral decisions that are hard for judges to make, but far better for elected representatives to make, because the people have the ability to say, I disagree with you on that decision, I'm going to vote you out and send somebody who makes a different choice. But Roe and Casey took that away from the people, right. and I think it's the reason that a, 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 excuse me abortion is so controversial in the U.S., whereas when you go to uh, other countries, their laws are... It, it, it's not this massive political makes issue that it sense. is here.
2: Makes, perfe- ma- makes perfect sense. This is why I take uh, a, a exception with those who say, it's the end of democracy. No, in fact, this is really reaffirming democracy. That's the craziest
5: talking <laughs> point. We're going to let voters decide so our democracy has ended.
2: Oh, my gosh. Lucian, always a pleasure, sir. Uh, Thanks for coming into the you, Well Gerard. Studios. Yep, Lucian Smith, attorney and former chairman of the Mississippi GOP. Another segment on Midday. We're coming right back.
15: The only way to protect
4: you and your family from the current wave of gun violence is for you to be mentally and physically prepared to confront it. The only way to do that is proper instruction, training, and practice with a professional firearms instructor. Boondocks FTA is the place to learn or become more efficient in your firearm skills. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com.
3: ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think
4: Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller. Miller Lumber for the best-priced new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099.
7: the new degree of comfort
5: before the action begins make sure your bets are in every hit this ball is crushed every point Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience on your phone, casino kiosk at the Timeout Lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get the Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
10: We'll do it live.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
15: The
2: the <laughs> work, work, Hello, can on. you go? We are back in the, the Element well. well studios. Tim and McGee says, Can I file bankruptcy on my 401k? I, it ain't funny, honestly. I hear you, Tim. It's brutal. Hang in there, man. We got to hang in there. I, I'm telling you, is, is my, my uh, mentor, although I've never met him, I consider him a mentor, Larry Kudlow. Uh, on the Business Channel says the cavalry is coming. (laughs) We got some tickets to give away, but uh, while we're counting it down, when Rhino's fixing to read it out, Rhino, can you get us cranked up on uh, Rachel Levine here? What's she, HHS Deputy Secretary or whatever the position is? Here's what she says about gender-affirming surgery and treatment.
13: Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary, age-appropriate and a critical tool for health care providers as a pediatrician when it comes to making sure kids are healthy and happy i know how important care that affirmed someone's true identity can be
2: there you go folks rachel levine she slated on the line for you <laughs> oh aren't you so excited that we got uh, a high-ranking person she is the Assi- assistant secretary of health She's taking care of the most important things we have to take care of, gender-affirming care for children. They're like videos now to show transgender children how to deal with tampons and stuff. Seriously. Oh, gosh. Please give away some tickets. A little lighter fare to end the (laughs) show today. We got some Twilight
1: Concert Series tickets to give away. The Twilight Concert Series returns to Colony Park in Ridgeland on July 9th. They're going to have J.J. Gray and MoFro along with Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters. And if you want to pick up tickets, all you got to do is go to twilightms.com. But if you want to win a pair of tickets, all you got to do is text in to the C Spire text line. That's 601-879-4395. Be the 15th person to text in the word TWILIGHT. And you'll win a pair of tickets to see J.J. Gray and MoFro along with Big Head, Todd, and the Monsters at the Twilight Concert Series at Colony Park in Ridgeland on July 9th.
2: Okay, Darren and Jackson reminds that's a he i ca- I called Rachel a she, and you were telling me you can't refer to Rachel like byer prior. <laughs> I can't even keep up with all the rules anymore. yeah, any time in
1: history if somebody changed their name, generally historians remembered the name they were born as and then would record the name they go by. It happens with kings, it happens with popes. it happens with all kind of historical figures, but is not going to be so kind to transgender individuals because you can't dare use their dead name. Don't you dare look on the Wikipedia for Rachel Levine
2: because you won't find the name Richard, the name he was given when he was born. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, and that video you, of course, observe, uh, he, she, whatever the heck, is so, so serious. We're so We care so much. We are so focused. We're so engrossed with such a teeny-tiny sliver of the fraction of the population, and again, I'm all for whatever they are having all the rights that we all are entitled to. Just not special treatment. Not special treatment. But that's what we're doing. Why do we overdo everything like this? Everything has got to be overdone. I don't get it. but. Would you have ever thought you would see a a high-ranking official in a president's administration making a video like that? I mean, think about it. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around. It really is. You know the other fear I have, Rhino, and see what you think about this. The more that this topic gets attention... I and mean, we're talking about it because it's getting attention within our government. I just wonder if that's getting into the heads of people that are already maybe vulnerable. You mean like children? Yeah, like children. And then they've got the pressure, this grooming crap going on where they're getting, and, they, and there's, are there are states, I think, where if a child has a discussion with a teacher like that, the teacher's not bound legally to report that and inform the parents? That's ridiculous, is it not? You're a minor. We're talking about mutilation of a minor's body. Irreversible. Right. I heard an interview with a a young lady. I'm going to call her a lady because she was. And she had the transition surgery and now says she's got blood clots in her, in her bladder. Can't Empty her bladder properly, and it just went through a litany of other medical problems. Wait, Zero I thought... sex drive, no feeling in the genital area. Right. I wait. I thought this was all completely medical say Boom, boom, snip, snip here, pill there, tube there, a cut there. You're good to go, right? No, that ain't the case. And and oh, it's just terrible listening to her talk about her life today. Anyhow, we are out of time here on the show, but we're going to be back with you again tomorrow. We look forward to another episode of Middays. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone.